book of Proverbs, chapter 14, and verse 12. Proverbs 14, 12. <clears throat> there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Chapter 16 and verse 25. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Two verses exactly alike. You know, sometimes that's true in the Bible. You have chapters <laughs> exactly alike. And uh, here are two verses exactly alike. Now, while we're in chapter 16, look at verse 17. <clears throat> the highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He that keepeth his way preserveth his soul. There are paths that lead down to destruction. There are paths to perdition. There are just two classes of people in this congregation this evening. There are those that are in the narrow road that leadeth unto life, and there are those, some who are going down the paths that make up the one broad road that lead to destruction. Perdition. Folks are depending upon different things. If uh, if you would, if they'd be truthful in the congregation this size and begin to tell on upon what they base their hope for heaven, you'd get a variety of answers. Some are depending upon their good life. <clears throat> some upon uh, their membership, some because their members are loud and moral church. They think that's going to get them into heaven because they're members here. But my friends, church membership will not get you in. You have to be born again. <clears throat> I think that every child of God ought to identify with a Bible-believing church. I believe that ought to be true. I believe that every child of God ought to be baptized. I believe in believers' baptism. And I believe if you're baptized before you're saved, uh, then you're just, uh, uh, you're not wet, and then you get wet, and then, uh, you know, that's about all happens. But if you if you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ and you identify with him in baptism, then you set forth the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so, according to the book of Proverbs, a fool tries to avoid danger by shedding his eyes to it. A fool shuts his eyes to the danger as he approaches it. And then a wise man according to the book of Proverbs, avoids danger by opening his, his eyes to what's coming and the reality of it. 
Have you noticed how this book of Proverbs talks about the wise and the foolish? If you'd take a pencil and go through this book, you'd see what I'm talking about. The preacher who points out your danger is your best friend. He's your friend if he points out your danger. And uh, if he doesn't do that, then he's really not your friend. The preacher that flatters, that deceives with smooth words, that uh, leaves open a path that leads down to destruction, he's really not your friend, he's your enemy. He's not telling you the truth of what the Bible has to say. And I am quick to say tonight, I'm not in a popularity contest with anybody. I just declare the truth of the Word of God. And uh, folks have to take it or, or either uh, then uh, other arrangements have to be made because I don't know any other way to give it than that way. man came to visit here not long ago and he said well this he said this seems like the old time church that I used to go to you know that's the only way I know how to declare it is the way God puts it that's right and so I'm uh, in this message tonight I may use plainness of speech concerning paths that lead downward and lead folks into this path of destruction that's going downward and it's uh, rapidly going downhill into destruction. It's like a, a river as it, as it makes its way a stream and then it picks up uh, uh, force and it keeps getting wider and wider. And Jesus says that there is uh, destruction just ahead. So the first thing I would mention would be in Acts chapter 1, verse 25. This is the first path that I would mention that I would warn about tonight because it heads the list among teenage, the teenage group. Not only teenagers, but others as well, but in our day, especially teenagers. In Acts chapter 1, verse 25, Suicide would be at the head of the list. Suicide. <clears throat> he says in verse 25 that he may take part of this ministry and apostleship. They're getting ready to vote now in the early church uh, someone to take the place of uh, Judas. From which there's no way out and there's no hope and he can convince you of that then it is that suicide is in the mind and the heart it may surprise you to tell you tonight that uh, many believers have actually talked about this type of thing suicide suicide uh, the gun blast the overdose uh, of dope, the liquors and the dope mixed together, especially among teenagers in our day, and uh, they openly declare that uh, the leading thing is is the the beer that the young.
young people drink along with the dope that they take and they mix it together. I'm saying that uh, we're living in a time when there's great pressure of the days. There's time when the devil moves in and he, uh, if he can convince one that, uh, that there's no other way out, many commit suicide. Do you know that? Uh, <clears throat> it's frightening sometimes to think about uh, this type of thing when financial burdens are mounting up when home problems prevail when nerves are on edge I asked you to remember this where is your God then? a certain man of high standing said to me one day he said it wasn't for my friends he said I'd take this gun I got in my front pocket and I would put it to my head and I'd be gone. That's a professing believer. I asked him, where is your God now? Where is your God now? Suicide would be one of those paths that leads down. You see, the Bible talks about uh, uh, Suicide, the taking of one's own life. It talks about uh, homicide, the killing of another. And it talks about deicide, the killing of God. You see, suicide is taking one's own life. Homicide is taking the life of another. We, and we live in a society where uh, folks take one another's life and they don't seem to be uh, so greatly disturbed about this. And we, we're getting so used to it that uh, it's frightening in our day. <clears throat> if you'd read the reports of, of, uh, of how many killings that uh, kids see on the television, there's one kill and this and kill and that and kill and this and kill, and that's while. They get used to this type of thing in our society. It's frightening, really. Killing is wrong. It's wrong to take one's own life. It's wrong to take the life of another. It was wrong for them to crucify the Lord of glory. They were responsible for that death. And that is deicide killing of God and uh, we were all in on that you know and so God has a controversy with man about this so one of the first paths I'd mentioned be suicide the next one is found in Proverbs chapter 7 Proverbs chapter 7 here in this passage in verse 16 through 27 you have impurity <coughs> impurity we do need a revival of purity in this country and he begins to describe the writer I'm, uh, the preacher in Proverbs in chapter 7 verse 16 I have decked my bed with the coverings of tapestry tapestry with carved work for the fine linen of Egypt. 
I have perfumed my bed with mirth, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love until the morning. Let us solace ourselves with loves. For the goodman is not at home, he is gone. He is, he is gone a long journey. He had taken a bag of money with him and will come home at the day appointed. And with her fair speech she caused him to yield. And with the flattering of her lips she forced him. He goeth after her, now watch this description. He goeth after her straightway as an ox goeth to the slaughter and as a fool to the correction of the stocks. <clears throat> Till a dart strike through his liver as a bird hasteneth to the snare and knoweth not that it is for his life. Hearken unto me now, therefore, O ye children, and attend to the words of my mouth. Let not thine heart decline to her ways. Go not astray in her paths. For she hath cast down many wounded, yea, many strong men have been slain by her. Her house is the way to hell, going down to the chambers of death. And of course in this passage he's describing a harlot or a prostitute. Impurity is what he's driving at. Impurity is one of the pathways that leads downward to destruction. Impurity is sweeping this country and uh, the Bible says as a man thinketh so is he. As he thinketh so is he. A man had up a sign and uh, on his land and he had a pile of dirt there he was going to sell he had up a sign that said dirt for sale and across the street was a drugstore and the wind came picked up his sign and carried it right over to the rack where the magazines was put it right there dirt for sale that's mostly what they sell isn't it well that's right <clears throat> did you know if you read something if you see something uh, it will stay with you for years especially with a man it stay in his mind and heart and uh, we need to be careful about what we read and what we see somebody said I don't like that kind of preaching well uh, the Bible warns against this over and over and so I'll have to do that. And uh, filth is being promoted for dollar bills in our country. You know there's folks sitting up tonight. They will not go to bed. They'll sit up tonight and they will think up ways to fill your heart and mind with corruption and to take away every dollar bill they can get from you. And they'd sell the soul for a dollar. You remember in the book of the Revelation talks about making merchandise of souls? It mentions that. That's taking place. We're seeing it in our day. <clears throat> the movies and the TV and the uh, literature and the loose morals and the so-called free love and new morality. All of this 
this particular sin. If you, if you read the Bible through, you know this is so. Impurity breeds, uh, it, it breeds unbelief in God and the Bible. God and the Bible. It really does. Uh, this sin is at the heart of many, many turning away from the Lord inasmuch as they want to continue this type of sin. And uh, they'd rather give up God and practice the sin. And then impurity <coughs> entangles folks in a web that they cannot get out of. Somebody said the web begins to go around and they break it at first and get through and then the next time it comes around, it's a little thicker, and, and uh, they can break it and get loose. And they say, well, I can do that or leave it alone. And after a while, it becomes cords of iniquity, and it fastens tight, and you can't get loose as quick. And it holds them, and they remain in it. I'm talking about impurity now. I'm talking about uh, uh, th this thing of uh, uh, we have so much of this going on. I mentioned this morning about the superintendent of the mill who said he had to have bright lights for the second shift because there's so much going on out there in the parking lot. Listen, God's going to get this nation on this. We better set up and take notes. God's going to get this nation on this. For God hates this kind of sin. Somebody said, why do you say anything about it? Because it's in the Bible and because it's been practiced continually round about us. And we better take note of it. Take note of it. Impurity. We need a revival of purity. We really do in this country. <clears throat> Boy, you're talking about uh, people praying and uh, praising the Lord in the churches and so on like that. If we'd return to the place where we could once more. That's right. And uh, at, as it gets warmer now, you'll see folks begin to parade around and show off, you know. That's right. They, uh, you know, learning when folks get converted over in Africa somewhere, they begin to put on clothes. If it works over there, they're going to try it in America. <coughs> Adulterers and adulteries, not 
appealed to everyone and started down this pathway of impurity, they turn back now. Turn back. Go back the other way. Go back the other way. And then in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 9, the love of money. The love of money. Now notice, he doesn't say you have to have any. It's just the love of it. 1 Timothy 6, 9 and 10. If you let it take possession of you, Verse 9, They that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men. Now watch how he describes this. Which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, all kinds of evil. The love of it. Which while some covet after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows the love of money the love of money the love of money leads to dishonest methods <clears throat> and uh, some have thought well I've got by this far and nobody uh, seems to have caught up with it and is smart and clever and uh, no that's kind of warped thinking you know that uh, that God's going to see to it he's going to see to it and then there's business methods uh, a man said to me he's in business he said this is the way everybody does it everybody does it this way and uh, so on like that and, you know no no everybody doesn't those that know God don't. Those that want to live for God don't. You see? And it blinds men to other things in this world. The love of money. We've got to have enough money to pay our debts and, and get by in this world. But uh, after that, what is it? It's uh, If you pile it up, it'll soon be gone. Somebody will get it, and if you leave it behind, it'll be there for folks to argue about. And so, the love of money has led many into great sorrows. And then the love of the pleasure of this world. There's pleasures mentioned in the Bible that are lawful, and uh, there are things that are lawful for a Christian to do, and they're not wrong. And uh, some may think they are, but they're not. And uh, then there's there's pleasures that are lustful. We just take clear of those. And then uh, there are pleasures that are lasting. That is at God's throne when we move up to God's throne. But the love of the pleasure of this world has led many in a downward path. Now turn with me to Second Thessalonians. Chapter 1, in verse 7. Another path that I'd mention would be infidelity. Infidelity. 
You say, well, preacher, there's no infidels here tonight. Why do you mention this one? Because of practical infidelity. The practicality of it. To live as if God did not exist is to be a practicing atheist. Look at verse 7. And to you who are troubled, rest with us while the Lord Jesus, when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, talking about his second coming, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And notice, they know not God. Who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe. Because our testimony among you was believed. He said that shall take place in that day. So infidelity is uh, a pathway that leads down. The Bible says, uh, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. The rendering of that is, there's no God for me. There is a God, but I don't want him. There's no God for me. And that's, of course, repeated in the Bible. And... Uh, and the fool had said it in his heart. The colored boy said, uh, the fool said it in his heart, but he said a lot of uh, folks uh, don't have as much sense. They let it, they blab it out their mouth because there's no God. <clears throat> Infidelity. Did you know this Bible that you have on your lap now? It says that the plowing of the wicked is sin. It says when the wicked sets his plow and he goes across the field plowing and he does not recognize God, he sins. The plowing of the wicked is sin. Listen, when you look in the mirror, <clears throat> when you walk up there in the morning and you look in the mirror and you look squarely at yourself, you recognize that it is God who keeps you like you are. God. You recognize Him. You acknowledge Him. And if you don't do that, you're a practical atheist. The epistle of James says, uh, you're not to say, I'm going in yonder city and I'm going to uh, do this and I'm going to do that and I've got all these plans and what I'm going to do and this and that and the other. He said, you better add to it if the Lord wills. Isn't that what he says? If the Lord wills. So there's infidelity. Infidelity. And then there's trusting to mere profession of religion. And I just refer to this one, and you can turn and read it, and that's Matthew 7, verse 13 and 14, and where Jesus describes the narrow way and the broad way. 
he says it must be a personal encounter with God and uh, not just a mere profession of faith. A personal encounter with God. In some churches it's a handshake and in some it's signing of a card. In others it's kneeling at the front uh, like we do here and so on like this. Did you know all of this can help you to know God or it can drive you further away. You see, I'm saying to you that there must be a personal encounter with this person of God himself. If you don't have a vital relationship with him, you've missed it. You've missed it. <clears throat> if all you have is a church, you've missed it. Listen to me, friend. There's many a person who claims to be a Christian, but he wouldn't know what to do on a rainy afternoon. Except go to sleep, that's about all he knows to do. He wouldn't know what to do with his life. You take away the activity, the things he's doing. your relationship with God. Listen, things going to count when it comes down where things count is the relationship to this person of God. That's things going to count. And then I would turn to Proverbs chapter 27. Proverbs 27, verse 1. Another path that I had mentioned, this would be the last one, is putting off the salvation offered in the gospel. <clears throat> putting off the salvation offered in the gospel. Proverbs 27 and verse 1, it says, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. We do not know, do we? We don't know. A few things that uh, we think are in line and we've got it all uh, planned out and everything is straightened out. Did you know some of those things can move? And if, if they move just a little bit, we're in trouble. See? And he says here that you're not to brag about tomorrow. Tomorrow. 